Good morning. Good morning. As I was listening to um, the music this morning and I heard Fiona singing, I was reminded that this time of year we talk a lot about children and how Christmas is all about children and how um, Jesus was a baby and and John the Baptist was born and he was a baby and we talk about children a lot this time of year. And Fiona and her mom reminded us today that you're never too young to serve God. You're never too young or too old to give your gifts to others in a way to show that God loves all of us and that God loves you. And so today I would like to thank Elizabeth and Fiona for their gift to us and the reminder that it doesn't matter how old or younger you are, you have a gift to give others and it is showing God's love to share those gifts with others. May we have a mo moment of prayer. Dear God, thank you for all of the gifts that you give us. Help us to remember that those gifts are only gifts if we share them with other people and show your love through those gifts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Debbie. You may have noticed that your cat joined you for the children's message. Um, so that says something wonderful about cats and their service. Will you join me in prayer? Come, Savior, quickly come. Come, Savior, quickly come. Jesus, our Lord, Emmanuel, while we are waiting, come. Amen. Amen. Just one question for us this morning. You know, oftentimes that's what we as preachers pray for during the week while we're getting ready to do the sermon. We say, oh God, just give me one thought, one thought. So I have one question for you this morning. How did we get here? Now, personally, I got here through very, very dicey streets um, in Schenectady until I got onto uh, bigger roads. You all got to where you are by way of the coffee pot and the breakfast table and maybe some cereal or a bagel or something like that. That's how you got here. Oh, you got here also electronically. The fact that you had a computer or a tablet or something that you could hook up to the internet and all of a sudden, here you are, not alone, not alone sitting there in your chair at home, but 
with all of these other people you know and love from the church family. But how did we get here? In some ways, it's a question about how did we get here to the fourth Sunday in Advent? December usually rushes along for us. That's because we are out at the malls and other places buying gifts and going to parties and dropping things off and laughing and having a wonderful time during the Advent season. But this year is different. This year is so different. Certainly, I've got a stack of gifts at home to send off to California that will arrive after Christmas because that's just how that's going to happen this year. But I also turn to the Internet and have things directly sent to my some of my loved ones. You know, bypass that sitting in a bag, then sitting on my table, then sitting next to the wrapping paper, then sitting next to the box that it's supposed to go in, then sitting in my car and just had things sent. It has been such a strange advent for us. We've not had the parties. Or if we have, they've been electronic. There's a group that I belong to, and we actually had an electronic holiday party. We did uh, Mad Lib Christmas carols. We didn't tell anybody what the Christmas carol was, but we asked for adjectives and nouns and pronouns and you name it. And then we tried to sing the carols as they had uh, come across to us. But it wasn't the same as sitting there with those folks. How did we get here? How did you get to the church? I would hazard a guess that for many of you, You got here through the hopes and dreams of other people. Parents, grandparents, friends, neighbors. Someone told you about God. Because they had this hope and dream for you that you would have a life of faith, much like they had a life of faith. Maybe you heard someone talk about God in a way you'd never heard before and realized for yourself the hope, the dream, the future of what it might mean to say Christ the babe is born and Christ is risen. Okay, I did not see mouths move. Christ is risen 
Thank you very much. I tell you, just because you're not here doesn't mean you can't participate. But there were hopes and dreams. And before that, there were hopes and dreams. And before that, you know, I think I'd rather rewrite the line in the carol from the hopes and fears of all the years to the hopes and dreams of all it seems are met in thee tonight. Because our life of faith has been one as a communal people throughout the years, that communion of the saints, it has been a life filled with hopes and dreams. The Hebrew scriptures are filled with the dreams, the dreams given to prophets and ordinary people and priests and kings. The dreams of God making a promise that the descendants of Abram would be as many as the stars that twinkle overhead. The dreams of a ladder going up and down in heaven. Dreams. Dreams that are deep and wonderful. And I cannot help but think that Mary must have thought, am I dreaming? When the angel came to her and said to her, Hail, O favored one, the Lord is with you. I feel like she probably pinched herself and said, Am I dreaming? God came to her in a vision through the angel telling her what was going to change her life that day and forevermore. And at least for Luke, he doesn't say that she went off immediately and told her husband-to-be Joseph all that had happened to her. And remember, it's only in Matthew's gospel that Joseph himself has just the same sort of vision, just that same sort of am I dreaming when the angel comes to him and says, hey, listen up. This is what's happening. No, Mary goes off to her cousin. To her cousin Elizabeth, and as they see each other, as they greet each other, as these improbably pregnant women bump bellies to greet one another, they share the dreams, the hopes and dreams of all the years that God was with them, 
that they were not alone. That God would send someone to them. Someone who would save them from all that was entrapping them at that time and in that place. They held fast to their dreams. And they knew that something different was happening. You see, that's how we get here. We get here because a geriatric woman and a young teenager both are pregnant at the same time, and they realize it's the fulfillment of what God has said to them. You are not alone. I will be with you. We get here on this day, this fourth Sunday in Advent. Because that babe born in Bethlehem, away in a manger, calls a bunch of fishermen and says, you know, you're fishing for for fish. Come with me and together we will fish for people. We get here because those disciples refused to remain quiet after the crucifixion and could not be kept quiet after the resurrection. We get here because throughout the years, God has said, I am with you. Continue your hopes, continue your dreams, struggle for justice and hope and peace in the world. Dream of those and work to see them through and know always that I am with you. Know always that you are not alone. You are not alone. It seems almost strange to say that to you. Here, as we start the 10th month of our pandemic life, where the number of people that we see and that we interact with has grown smaller and smaller and smaller. Because we have a dream that there'll be a day that we come back together again. Because we have a dream that not only will there be a day that we come back together again, but when we do that, no one will be missing because we have taken care of ourselves and one another. Those who dream know that they are not alone. That God is with us all the time. 
And just like Mary, we hear the call, the call of God through angels. Some of them who live with us and some of them who interact with us on screens and some of those angels are the ones that plowed our driveways or bring us groceries or check us out. And this Advent season, as we enter this last week, these last few days of Advent, of preparing our hearts and our minds and our souls, Isn't it about time that we say to the world, Hail, O favored one, God is with you. You are not alone. You are not alone, you who check us out in the grocery store. You are not alone, letter carrier who has on through, oh yeah, to get our mail and our packages to us. You are not alone. Hail, oh favored one. God is with you. And you, and you, and you, and all along that string of yous. God is with you. God is with us. And we are not alone. May we continue to dream dreams. Amen. <clears throat> it is good to have everyone with us this morning and uh, to know that you all are safe and sound wherever you are. It really was not bad. It was just the local streets, of course, that were a little dicey this morning, um, but it's good to, good to be with you. Good to have you with us. Uh, there's information in with this in, that came with, to you um, that Anne sent out that can, includes all the things you need to know. Um, this uh, evening, we will have our final Vesper service here in the sanctuary. We will Zoom it, and so you're invited to be a part of that. Tomorrow evening, we will gather at 7 p.m. for a very special service. Many of us, and especially those of us in the clergy, we recognize that the holidays aren't always uh, a time of joy for folks. And especially this year, as we contemplate such things as 310,000 people who have died of COVID-19 this year, um, we know that there are some, some sober and somber things about this uh, season. And so we gather on what is called the longest night for a blue Christmas service, a time to Lament and to remember that God has said we are not alone and to pray for justice and restoration and all of those sorts of things. So if you want to be a part of that, we invite you to come uh, via Zoom uh, tomorrow evening 
you're invited to keep the uh, keep your surroundings subdued. Uh, even the lights in the sanctuary will be dimmed uh, and and a little dark. We uh, invite you to uh, to do that, and we also um, invite you to uh, set the screen screen up so that it is speaker view, and we can talk about that after the worship service uh, today. Thursday night, we'll gather at 7 p.m. via Zoom for our Christmas Eve service. We will do a little caroling ahead of time, like we have done for worship on Sunday mornings. So come a few minutes early and join us. Um, I am sure there will be yet another rendition of Away in the Manger. There's some special music in the service as well as lighting. And so for that service, we hope that you would have a candle for the end of the service. And again, subdued lighting wherever you are. And um, if it's a real candle, something to light it with. And if it's uh, a battery operated candle, that it's got the batteries that will work. <laughs> um, so come and join us as well. Um, our other announcements are there in the bulletin. Uh, I know you all have read it. I uh, just want to reiterate that we, as uh, the personnel committee of session, received the letter of resignation from Charlotte Palmieri this week and have acted to receive that letter and uh, thank her greatly for many, many, many years of service here to the church and great blessings uh, for whatever it is that lays before her at this point in time. Uh, do know that the worship committee is working on um, short-term and long-term plans uh, with the personnel committee for things. Uh, and if you've got questions or uh, want to know how you might be able to help in the midst of something like this, uh, let us know. There are other opportunities for you to be in service with uh, Presbyterian women and uh, food pantry. Uh, there are all the links. Note that midday prayer and evening prayers uh, will not be held this week and next week. Uh, this week because it's kind of a crazy week. And next week, uh, because I will be on vacation, we'll start those up again after the first of the year. Um, are there other announcements to be shared with the church family? I'm not seeing any hands. And nobody is jumping up and waving at me. Um, I see, yep, we'll get to you, Betty. Um, I do want to say a big thank you from the Presbyterian women for your generous donations to the mittens, hats, scarves, and et cetera tree. Um, it was overflowing. If we had had a tree, you would not have seen the tree. Um, that is how many gifts you uh, brought for that. And it's just a tremendously wonderful thing to be a part of. Betty, you have our Minute for Mission uh, for the Joy Offering, which will lead us into the, uh, the dedication of those Christmas Joy Offerings and indeed all of the offerings that we bring before our God. Thank you, Janice. Um, just to reiterate Janice's message today <clears throat> and the message of the season, yes, God is with us. It's a love story. 
It's a love story about God's love and the love that we show with our gifts. Half of the Christmas joy offering goes to assistant programs of the Board of Pensions to help current and past church workers and their families in time of need. The other half supports education and leadership development at Presbyterian-related church schools and colleges, equipping community of color. And I think last Sunday after the service, Debbie shared that, um, and if she wishes to um, chime in, that Albany Presbytery receives many, many requests for um, assistance from the joy gift monies. I would like to dedicate the, the monies this year that have come in and your gifts that you have given <clears throat> in this love story that God is with us. In the beginning and in the midst of darkness, God spoke. Let there be light. In the beginning was the word, and the word came and dwelt among us, and the word was the light of all peoples. Let there be light. We light our candles, knowing that the one who is the source and promise of all light is the one whose birth we celebrate. Let there be light. We are here to seek a little light by which we can see, by which we can live, by which we can love. Let there be light. We need to know that we are part of something greater than the flicker of our own little candles. We long to be assured that the light of Christ is with us, even in the moment. Let there be light. So we light our candles in gratitude for the love and light that shines through the babe born in Bethlehem who became the redeemer of us all. Let there be light. May we be so emboldened as to share the love of God with the world, longing for light and hope, purpose and love. May our actions in generosity shine in a world under the shadow of despair. Let there be light. We join the chorus of those whose carols have echoed through the years. Oh, come, abide in us, our Lord Emmanuel. Let there be light. Amen. Thank you, Betty. And thank you, congregation, for your support of the Christmas joy offering and your support of the church as well and the many things that we continue to do as the body of Christ, uh, even in the midst of pandemic. Prayers for the people. Um, Almighty God, true hope of all the earth, prepare us a warm and welcoming place 
where we may receive the king of creation with gladness and kindness and faithfulness. In the center of our crowded days, create a quiet place of light and peace where we can keep these holidays as the holy days they were meant to be. Help us help those who, whom we hold in special care for the sake of their special needs. Give them, we ask, the gifts that only you can give. To those in mourning, to whom the sounds of merrymaking are an unrelenting agony, give a deepened awareness of your arm around them and peaceful certainty that your other arm is around the loved ones they are missing. To those who are dying, let the peace of your coming surround and sustain them as the time of their leaving draws near. Reassure their faithful hearts of your undying love and life. To those whose hearts are breaking with sorrow and worry, review how, reveal how your, your coming brings power and peace for just such times as these. To those who are sick, open a window of insight so that they may glimpse the healing you have that you plan for for your whole creation and so await their own healing with patient endurance. For those who are out of work and near out of their minds with anxiety, go before them to open a path through their troubles that they may follow you to a brightening, brightening future. For, the, for those who are far separated from loved ones, let their hearts experience the spiritual joy of concentrating their thoughts and worship upon you. And so love the world that you gave your only son. Loving God, you sent Christ not with your ribbons and wrappings, but with your power and grace. Whether you have been naughty or nice, receive our thanks, our praise, and our prayers. For we offer them in the name of Christ. The great Prince of Peace, the Shepherd of, of the Sheep, our guardian, guide, and stay, who has taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Oh, yeah. 
Blessed is the one whose dreams awaken us to goodness, mercy, love, and compassion. Blessed is the one who blesses us with our wildest dreams. Blessed is the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who sustains us as we go from this place to complete the holy work of making God's dreams a reality in our lives and in the world. Amen. Amen.